hello, hello, and welcome, or should I say ho, ho, ho? I am Cousin Chad, and I'm alone here today on a very, very special episode. I am just outside of Cousin Seth's magnificent mansion. The atmosphere itself exudes luxury and extravagance. We are going to enter shortly because gathered inside are esteemed members of Seth's household staff, namely Seth's butlers, Jeeves 1 and Jeeves 2, Seth's chef de cuisine, and his gigantic bodyguard, Polly. They are here for our extraordinary, exclusive interview. So prepare to be regaled, dear listeners, with tales of their extraordinary life in the service of one of the world's wealthiest individuals. Yes, the inimitable Cousin Seth. This is going to be good. So join me. I'm going to walk in through his front gate now. Oh, yes. We are in the grounds, and Cousin Seth definitely needs to buy some WD-40. So here we are. We are just outside. I'm going to see if they will open and let us in. Okay. It's a big house. They probably don't hear the first knock trying to get... Okay. Okay. The door opened itself. There's not even anybody here. This is all... This is crazy. I'm closing it behind me. So here we are, walking into the lavish decadently adorned living room of Seth's enormous mansion that will serve as the backdrop for this one-of-a-kind podcast interview. I've done interviews. We've done a lot of these episodes. Frankly, I'm a little nervous here. So let me give you a quick rundown on what I'm seeing here. Cousin Seth's living room, it's mind-blowing. I've been here before, and it's still just kind of like, it's very futuristic, but old world at the same time. It's wild. It's, it's nestled in this opulent recesses of his mansion. It's in the back. It's cozy, and it just exudes lavishness. It boasts gilded chandeliers that cast a warm, inviting glow over the room. I see over there, there's velvet drapes that frame these expansive windows, allowing the sun's rays to dance upon the Persian rugs Seth has. Right over here to my right, there's antique bookshelves laden with leather-bound tomes. I, I mean, it's just, this epitomizes old-world elegance combined with all the modern comforts. Yes, it's exactly the type of space we'd expect someone of Cousin Seth's wealth and stature to have. So, seated here around me in these lavish chairs are our guests today, Seth's household staff. Their impeccable uniforms are reflecting the grandeur of their surroundings. Now, I did ask Cousin Seth if he would leave so his loyal staff would feel freer to open up to myself and the Christmas Cousins community at large so we can make the most of this rare event and get some honest-to-goodness answers here. As a matter of fact, Seth is in the kitchen right now trying to, get this, prepare himself a meal. Now, the staff is cracking up because they know Seth isn't really, you know, used to doing things for himself or around the kitchen. Let's take a quick listen and hear how it's going. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hope the cat's okay. I will be your guide today during this as we embark on this fascinating journey. We'll check in with Seth in the kitchen. I'm sure he's fine. So don't worry, staff. They all have worried looks on their faces. But this is the extravagant world of my cousin Seth. And here to spill the beans on all things opulent are the incredible members of his household staff. So let's finally dive right in. First, I'm introducing Seth's head butler, Jeeves One. Jeeves One? Indeed, sir. It is quite the honor to be part of this household of excess. And his apprentice and lover, Jeeves, too. 
Quite right, sir. And we're here also with Seth's chef de cuisine, Marcus Pierre Camembert Souffle de la Seps. Hello, chef. Hello, as you will prepare your taste buds for a decadent journey into the lap of luxury. Well, listeners, uh, let's not forget Seth's large bodyguard, Paulie. Yeah, let's get this show on the road. All right, listeners, we've got a lot of ground to cover, so let's jump right in. Jeeves one. Let's start with Seth's closet, 4,000 square feet of sartorial sinfulness, ranging from haute couture to rare vintage pieces and Hollywood wardrobe memorabilia, including the original Cape Bella Lugosi Wars Dracula and every outfit the Kardashian sisters have worn in their last seven Christmas cards. This is interesting. Tell us about managing Seth's wardrobe. It must be quite the experience. Oh, sir's wardrobe, it's a never-ending parade of silk and gold, an opulent labyrinth of sartorial excess. It's like wrangling a herd of sequent unicorns in there. Wow, it's like wrangling what? A herd of sequent unicorns in there. <laughs> wow, quite a collection he has in there. Well, that's truly some kind of fashion spectacle and, and quite a production. Could you tell me what is the favorite piece that Cousin Seth wears, has to wear, like, every day? Well, it used to be all Armani and Gucci. But lately, thanks to you, his dear cousin, and your no. influence, uh, yes, Sir has been amassing quite a, quote-unquote, impressive collection of oh-so-hideous Christmas sweaters and gasp, comfy Christmas tree pajamas. Made of cotton, mind you, not even silk. Sir's skin is way too sensitive for cotton. Just perish the thought. Now he must take a third organic oat milk bath per day to keep the hives away. <laughs> Funny, whenever we podcast, he seems to be wearing the same old ripped and stained Grand Canyon t-shirt. So interesting he's got quite that selection. But moving along, so Jeeves too, navigating Seth's library of rare ancient books, that must be quite a task. Oh, indeed. Sir Seth's collection of rare tomes is as vast as his taste is eclectic. I can now spot a first edition from across the room, though I've had to rescue a few from pumpkin beer-related mishaps lately, largely due to your influence, might I add, cousin Chad. But Sir's greatest and most cherished writings, <clears throat> not in pop-up form, mind you, are that of a gentleman by the name of Sir Alfred E. Newman and his writing team, I can't believe I'm saying this. Of his usual gang of idiots, Sir holds his periodical in the highest of regards. However, Sir has never been so enamored with the, shall we say, delightful world of pumpkin spice as he is now. As a matter of fact, each morning I'm now required to light and maintain throughout the day over 734 miscellaneous autumnal scented candles. That alone takes me from my 4 a.m. wake up when Sir likes us to get up, just in time all the way to 6 a.m. before I have my daily dusting of his book jackets. Whoa, wow, I... I had no idea. The funny, the funny thing is, Cousin Chad, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but Sir reads on his Kindle. The only time he's in the study nowadays is for a quiet respite from those oh, so delightful Hallmark movies you insist he watches. Yes, the Hallmark movies. Well, that's quite impressive. Uh, who knew, especially considering the fact that 
Seth has kept his literacy a secret from me all these years. Resourceful fellow, I see. But enough about that. Let's. I see you chomping at the bit over there. Let's get over to Seth's chef de cuisine, Marcus Pierre Camembert Souffle de la Seps. Can you please, I know you have Michelin stars, you're a world-renowned chef, but you're also Cousin Seth's private chef. Can you share your experiences with yes. Seth's extraordinary dining requests? Of course, we oui, oui. uh Seth's culinary desires are beyond extravagant. I once crafted a pizza adorned with caviar, truffle oil, and edible gold. Truly a masterpiece of gastronomy. We chefs thrive on such creative challenges. Wow, bravo. So you're talking caviar, truffle oil, edible gold? Seth eats all this? I mean, it's a lot of food, too. He seems like a pretty skinny guy. I did not say he eats it. I said he requested it. Actually, his diet is reminiscent of that of a uh, fourth grader. Oh, boy. After I spend hours cooking up these masterpieces, so it takes a picture to post on the Instagram. Then he has me order up his favorite that we actually eat. The also premium creme de la creme gastronomic sensation also known as the Whopper. Yes, (laughs) from Burger King. Mm. If sir enjoys two things, it's uh, he has a penchant for royalty and frame broiled goodness. Oh my gosh. That's the cousin Seth I know and love. You should see me eat a greasy slice from a Jersey Shore boardwalk. Which, speaking of Jersey, let's touch base over here with this burly gentleman who's been scowling at me. A gentleman who I got to know quite intimately earlier when he held me down to the ground until I confirmed I was in fact Seth's cousin when I first arrived on the grounds. Thanks so much for that, Paulie. And I love that perfume you were wearing. So, Paulie. AKA the predicament, protecting Seth from the relentless paparazzi. That must be quite the adventure, huh? First of all, sorry again about earlier. Can't be too safe, even with a puny guy like you. My bad, but I've got to protect sir at all costs. I understand you're just doing a job and clearly your muscles are bigger than your brains. Oh, thank you, Chad. Anyway, yeah, I've got my hands full. Let me tell you, one minute I'm blending into the background, next another face in the crowd, and the next I'm pulling off stunts that will make Houdini jealous. It's all in a day's work. You know, we know that Seth runs, uh, you know, we know how it goes. He runs in high circles. No, I know Seth runs in some pretty high, high-end high circles. I've, I've seen it. I've heard the stories. Can you tell us a little bit about your favorite moment with Seth and his gaggle of celebrity friends? Oh, yeah, sure. Seth likes to hold court at this fancy joint called Largo. Every big celeb is there, but when Sir walks in, it's like the force of gravity shifts to him. Every head turns from the maitre d' to the supermodels to the bathroom attendants. They all stare in disbelief. I've been a bodyguard for a lot of big names, but it's just, uh, I don't know. He's got a certain, how do you say, uh, Jenny says qua? Uh, okay, Polly. Um, well, how does Seth handle this attention? Well, he definitely gets the party started, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean, I think. Yeah, you know, you know. I think, I think I know. Yeah, you know, you know. I know you know. Uh, Okay, well, thank you, Polly. And now we know, now we really know. Yeah, you're welcome, you know. Because, you know, I knew you'd know. I I knew you'd... Okay, thank you, Polly. We're moving right along. So we have limited time. So let's get the final word from each of you. And thank you all again for doing this. It has been enlightening, to say the least. Jeeves One, what has changed most since Cousin Seth has started the Christmas Cousins podcast? Well, 
The house used to be very stock and cold, just modern art, masterpieces, Fabergé eggs, and Picassos around. You know, the usual for Sir Seth. But now, now I've been tasked with hanging tinsel everywhere. There's wow. tinsel on the Chagall, tinsel on the Warhols, tinsel <laughs> on basically every surface that's not even counting the blow-up Santas and Christmas dragons on the front grounds. Very classy. Very classy. <laughs> wow. You know what? It tints all the Chagalls and Picassos. It sounds like an improvement to me. I can't wait to see the finished product. I can imagine it now. 20,000 square feet of lives. Well, Jeeves, too, any final words? Well, I feel I've said enough already, sir. I've said too much. Uh, sir Seth is great. Truly, indubitably, indeed. Did I mention how great Sir Seth is? Jeeves, too, you're quite the oddball. I wouldn't be nervous. He's a friendly guy. Polly... Any final words from you? Uh, yes. As Leo Tolstoy once mused, the sole meaning of life is to save humanity. And Sir Seth does exactly that. Makes our lives better every day with just his presence. Wow, Paulie, that's surprisingly deep. Well, you know, you know. I do know, Paulie. I do know indeed. So, listeners, you've had the privilege of glimpsing Cousin Seth's world through the eyes of his esteemed staff. Thank you for joining us on this extraordinary behind-the-scenes exploration of his, well, rather ordinary life. Right, Jeeves 1? Most ordinary, sir. Jeeves 2? Indubitably. Seth, can you come in here? Can you come in real fast, Seth? <laughs> oh my god. You alright, Seth? Okay. Uh, what's in your hand? I have no idea. This thing just came off. Uh, sir, so that is the knob from, from the stove, sir. Here, I will take that. Oh my gosh. I think I hear in the faint background like a smoke detector going off. Uh, yeah, it was a little louder as I was closer to it. So <laughs> yeah, There's a lot uh, going on. Uh, okay, they stopped it. Good. So we're just wrapping it up now, Seth. It went well, I think. Good, good. You got you got everything you needed. Uh, yeah, oh, we did, and then some. Very interesting. A lot of interesting okay. things. So we're gonna end. Uh, this is fantastic. I really appreciate you letting us talk to your staff, Seth. Um, of I know how busy You're they welcome. are, and I saw them scurry right back off to work when you ran <laughs> in. So that was awesome. So thank you all so much, and thank you, Seth, for letting us do a deep dive into your amazing, extravagant world. I cannot wait for this to air. And, and once the press picks it up, it's going to be interesting what, what they pick up on. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a, people apparently been clamoring to get a little insight into uh, my world. So, yeah. You think it's ordinary. Yeah. It's pretty extraordinary, Seth, but okay. it's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us. I'm Cousin Chad. And I'm Cousin Seth. And his staff says they're waving too from afar mm -hmm. as they're busy now. So, thank you all for joining us. <laughs> Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you.